Welcome to the Soul Vibration Wellness Podcast. I'm Drea, your plant-loving, roller coaster-seeking, cajon-playing, massage-giving, and yoga-teaching wellness entrepreneur. Are you ready to journey to your healthiest, wealthiest self? Then join me and my guests every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, where we will break down the latest health stories and info in 20-minute bite-sized episodes. I'm a nerd at heart and love doing research around everything to do with health and wellness. My personal motto is your health is your wealth. I obsess over the latest news, health hacks, gadgets, apps, and more so you don't have to. Thanks so much for going on this wellness journey with me, and I'm stoked to be supporting you to be your most joyful, healthy self so you can live your best life. So let's jump on in to the journey together. Welcome back to the Soul Vibration Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Drea, and I'm really excited. Today, we are going to find out what your stress personality is, techniques to better manage your stress. So this is going to have to be a two-part series because it is a lot of information. I did a fun little training on my most recent trip to California. Uh, and it was about the stress response, some neuroscience, and what your stress personality is. And honestly, I had never even heard of this, which for me was a little surprising because I've read a lot about stress and a lot of neuroscience. <clears throat> so I'm very excited today to get into this kind of new territory for me as well. So we all have unique default patterns of thoughts and emotions and behavior, right? And we develop these patterns over years of experiences, work environments, parental patterns, and habits. And this applies to acute and chronic stress issues. Because sometimes stress happens to us, but sometimes we cause stress to happen to ourselves, really. And this can become chronic stress, and this takes a real toll on the body and the mind. So how do we get rid of stress? Well, of course, the bad news is we don't. Stress will always be there. But the good news is that we can control how we react to it. So we can learn what our stress personality is, which helps us to cope and learn healthy habits that are most beneficial to the unique ways in which each of us handle stress. So we have neuroplasticity to thank for this. We can rewire our brains to create new neural pathways and make healthy responses to stressors rather than negative responses or responses. So let's get to know our stress personalities a little bit. Who are you under stress? So I want you to go ahead, pause the recording here in a moment, and just go grab a pen and a paper, because I want you to make a list of the last few times you've felt stressed. So this is key to finding out what your stress personality is. So if you can't do this right now, that's fine. If you're like driving or otherwise occupied, just try to do it at some point in the day, maybe after dinner with a cup of tea. So you want to write out the last two to three times you've been under stress and just really write down how you felt, what was happening, what you noticed in your body. Did you snap at a loved one? Did you yell at someone in traffic? Did you feel completely overwhelmed or did you get into a cycle of negative self-talk and shame? So go ahead, 
pause it now and do that. So once you've made this list, you want to close your eyes and really take yourself back to one of these moments. Just choose one for now. You really want to notice how you responded, right? Ask yourself the following questions. How did I feel physically? What emotions felt persistent? Was there a familiar thought loop? How did I behave? Go ahead and journal about these in detail. You don't want to judge yourself as you're doing this exercise. It's not what this is about. It's not an exercise in shame, but in finding patterns so you can manage stress better. You want to look for those patterns where your mind goes first. Neuroscience shows that one or two reactions are generally our default. So see if you can suss out the first and second most common thoughts you have when the stress response kicks in. And just notice the context, who, what, and where. Our stress personalities are context-based. So you want to notice what the context is. That's key. For example, let's talk about at work. Perhaps you're not as hard on yourself when stress comes up. Uh, so really just use this exercise to focus on yourself. Don't diagnose others. It's not what this is about. So try to enjoy the process. You may not figure out what your personality is right away. That's totally okay. It can take a little bit to figure it out. But by doing this exercise, you can become aware. And over time, you'll figure out your personality when it comes to stress. So let's go over the different stress personality types. There's a lot of different types. We're not going to get to all of them in this episode or even on this podcast. So we're going to do the most common ones. So the first one is called the fighter. So when stress comes on, if you're a fighter, you tend to become short and rude. Your face flushes and your heart races. Your emotions start with anger. And as you take out your anger on others around you, emotions change to shame. You often take out your stress and frustration on family and friends. You don't run from stress. You face it, but not in a mindful or compassionate way. You are most likely to feel anger, irritation, and aggression. It's hard to practice understanding, active listening, empathy, and compassion when your thoughts are more self-protective in nature. Like, it's not my fault. It's yours. Or why does this always happen to me? Fighter personalities tend to spend large amounts of negative energy, and then it's often followed by an energy crash, followed by guilt and exhaustion. This personality is generally a go-getter and really quick on their feet, and it's just a learned reaction. So perhaps you learn to fight in order to protect yourself and those you love. But the great news is, is that with some awareness and training, fighter types can change. This doesn't have to stay this way. Um, some of the strategies for fighter res stress responses are taking long, deep breaths, even quick walks. Movement is actually really key to helping turn on the calming side of your stress system. So if you can learn to catch and redirect the negative energy this way, it can really help you change. And I definitely relate to the fighter. This is one of my go-tos and it's, I've actually been trying to take longer, deeper breaths and I've been practicing it mostly while I'm driving because that tends to be when my fighter stress personality rears its nasty little head. I don't know about y'all, but there's something about being behind the wheel of a car that just makes us all totally demented, mean people. I, it's wild. 
but um, the long deep breaths really has been helping. And I mean, I love doing sort of mindfulness breathing and stuff like that anyway. So that part, that part of the research I did really resonated, but also the movement made sense because you're, you're trying to like, let go of that negative energy through movement. And so if you are, if you think you're a fighter, we will talk more about that in the next episode. We'll get deeper into what these responses and the strategies you can learn and actually create into habits so you can change how you react to stress. So the next personality type we're going to talk about is the runner. Under stress, this person feels overwhelmed and they want to run. It's an inward focused more kind of reaction. So emotions like panic, anxiety, overwhelm, insecurity are the things that these folks are going to feel most. They often question their abilities under stress, even if they are an expert with tons of experience. This is because they have flight-focused negative thought loops. Look out for the use of hyperbole in your thoughts, like always and never, as these can be a sign that your inner dialogue during stress is the runner personality. When you're stressed, doing things feels impossible. You feel at the mercy of external factors. Runners often want to be on their own when they're stressed to the point of avoidance and procrastination. And they often feel as though the world is happening to them, not the other way around. They often dislike feedback in the moment. Runners are generally very considerate, thoughtful, non-confrontational, careful, and humble. But they also easily get overwhelmed, and they can fall into a lot of negative self-talk and avoidance, second-guessing themselves. So strategies for runners are catching your negative self-talk and interrupting it with an affirmation redirecting yourself by acknowledging your emotions. For example, you might say, I feel unsure, but I am capable. And regular guided meditation practices are really helpful for this this stress personality type and can just help at getting better at stopping the negative self-talk and redirecting it. It's key. Uh, So let's go on to the next one. The third stress personality response type is the warrior. So the warriors get stuck in a cycle of fear and uncertainty. The worry can be inwardly focused or outwardly, like worrying about the future, such as if I don't worry about this, people will think I don't care. Or you might think, remember the last time I did this, I totally messed up and I'm probably gonna mess up again. They like to talk things through, like weigh all the options, catastrophize and replay past failures. So when they feel stressed, they experience this, kind of like disconnection can happen and it, they really struggle to shut off their mind and can actually become very foggy headed and easily distracted. There's always, there's positives to all these types. And for this personality type, for example, they're generally risk averse. They're great at considering all possible outcomes, but they often experience analysis paralysis and they struggle to stay present when they really need to, in order to finish tasks, stay productive. And when this goes unchecked, excessive worry can quickly deteriorate physical and mental health. And this one I related to because I used to be more like this. I used to be more of a warrior stress response personality type. And I can definitely relate to this, what it's saying about like deterioration physically and mentally. Because, yeah, I I had to actually seek therapeutic help with a psychologist because the worry was completely 
grinding my life to a halt. And the beautiful thing is, is I was able to change it. And some of the things my psychologist actually taught me were things I read about in these studies that work. So things like journaling, actually creating a worry journal to unload your thoughts and scheduling worry time, like literally penciling it into your calendar. Be like, this is my time to worry. And studies show that over time by doing this, worrying becomes less intense and frequent. So just letting your mind wander when you're a worrier is not a good idea. So guided meditations are key, such as body scans and focused breathing, which are really, really good at redirecting worry. So I've done all of those. They really do work. And I can say that I am not this type of stress response personality anymore. And it's like amazing. Um, at least 99% of the time. <laughs> I mean, there's always like that 1% that can sneak in, but because I have strategies to manage it, it doesn't take over my life anymore. So, you know, it's going to happen, but like you get to have control and that's what I'm hoping this podcast podcast episode helps people with. So let's move on to the next stress response personality type, the freezer. This one can be tricky because it can be harder for these folks to recognize their personality because they don't really feel it. They're paralyzed with an action. They often are emotionally checked out. And when you're stressed, ask yourself, do I feel drained, sluggish? perhaps glued to the couch, for example? Um, are you mindlessly scrolling social media instead of tackling your to-do list? Does your brain feel foggy or does focusing feel exhausting? Um, you could also feel numb, indifferent, disengaged, apathetic, lacking in empathy or compassion. So you might, there's an issue here. Those are kind of like on the like low energy side of the freezer personality, but you can also be the high energy freezer, which means you have trouble relaxing. You often feel anxious, but you can't seem to take action. And on the outside, this type can seem like they don't care and come off really curt, callous, forgetful, or spacey, but they're just stuck and they're checked out. So it's not really that they don't care. It's just that they have to find a way to manage the stress. And this is the way that they tend to go. So strategies for this type include creating really clear boundaries, often between work and home. And taking walks and journaling are really key for this group, as is integrating downtime into their schedule and day, every day. It's key to really pencil it in and put downtime as like part of their, and like that we're not talking screen time. Screen time is not downtime for these folks. They really need to be doing something that gives their brain a break. So it's about, it's really about connecting to self so that you can be armed with self-awareness in order to stay connected to your emotions. So it's important to talk about the distinction between a freezer type personality and burnout. It can look really similar. The indicators can be very much the same, but with burnout, these feelings and emotions perset, persist even when the stressors are gone. So that's a key thing. And, you know, if you're feeling like these traits are very um, persistent for you, like day in and day out all the time, if you're under chronic stress, then perhaps that's what how it's showing up. But yeah, if the stressors have gone away and you're still feeling this way, best to talk to a therapist and try to figure out what might be going on if what you actually have is burnout. So 
The next stress response personality type is the pleaser. These people often say yes to any request. They take on too much work. They ultimately would trade any sense of boundaries in their lives to please others. If you are a pleaser, you are wonderful to be around because you are generous, giving, you rarely put yourself first. You always say yes when asked for something, but you probably struggle with boundaries. You lack self-care. There might be some perfectionism working on you in there or just fear of not being enough. And this is who you are in stress. You appease rather than fight or run or freeze. You may feel guilt and fear and pleasing others may lead to exhaustion and overwhelm and resentment for others. Because for you saying yes shows that you care, your self-talk might sound like, I am not worthy, or I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And pleasers are other-focused. They seek positive reinforcement and generally burn the candle at both ends. So some strategies for these types of response personality is to really schedule boundaries at work and home. So you need kind of like a phrase to create space when people ask you something so you could take the time to actually consider the request. So something as simple as, let me think about that for a minute. Or if I take that on, I will have to delay the delivery of another project. What would you prefer? Often when pleasers learn to set boundaries, they become more productive while being able to stay their kind and giving self. But by learning, by learning to put themselves first, they finally feel more connected to their passions and purpose, and it creates a sense of fulfillment in their lives. So there's just a couple more here we're going to go over. And then the next one is the thriver. And this is that person in your life who seems to let stress roll off of them really easily. They seem to be able to face life's challenges without being overwhelmed. They're self-aware, effective, present, quick to reframe challenges as opportunities. They're really resilient. And if you don't seem to react to stress, this may be the type that you are. Because perceived stress doesn't have a lot of power over you. Our perspectives have a huge effect on our stress response. Thrivers can sort of re-perceive things like bills or disrespectful people as not worth their stress time. This gives them the space to take care of the more pressing stressors of life. And it's a trained skill. We can all become thriver stress response personalities. We can. It's possible. They aren't perfect beings. Thrivers experience stress as much as others. They're really good at catching it and reframing it. They often incorporate a daily gratitude practice, taking 10 minutes daily to reach out and thank someone in their lives, whether at work or at home. These are specific and intentional and genuine. Really give this a try. It's pretty amazing. I started doing this after I took this training and you just send a quick text message to someone that is heartfelt and genuine, expressing gratitude for something they've done or a way in which they have brought meaning to your life. And just notice the way your energy shifts when you send this text and notice the response that you get back. It's hard to stay stressed and be grateful at the same time. So being connected to your own stress personality 
you're able to have more compassion for yourself and others and can manage it so that you feel happier with life, both personal and at work. So there are some other stress personalities out there. These are the most common and we're, we've run out of time. So we'll get in next week about how we can train our brain and close the gap between reaction and response. We need cues and interventions to help with this. Stress reset is action, thought, saying, ritual, or other strategies you can use to create space between your reaction to stress and your response. And I'm really excited to get into those types of actions and thoughts and the things that you can do. And we're going to talk about them specifically according to each one of these personality types. So before the second Tuesday of December, which is when we'll go through those, see if you can figure out what your stress response is. And maybe you have one at home, like maybe you're the fighter at home, but maybe at work you're the policer. So that's why pick a couple different scenarios of of stressors you've had in your life recently, moments of stress, and see if in different places you react a little differently. That's really important to notice because we're often not just one thing. We're often a few different types. So we'll go over all of that really fun sort of stress reset actions next in two weeks time on the second Tuesday of December, which I don't have the date for right in front of me. Let me see if I can figure that out. Oh, it's the 11th. So December 11th, have your stress personality response ready to go. And we will get into the nitty gritty on how you can change how you're responding to stress so you can live a happier, easier life. So until then, take good care. And I will see you then. We would love to hear what you think about the podcast and send you a free gift, a dreamy and deeply healing yoga nidra recording for more restful sleep and a peaceful mind. Send us an email at soulvibrationwellness at gmail.com and leave us your opinion of the podcast and we will happily send you a recording. So listeners of the podcast can also receive a free 30-minute wellness consultation with Drea. Just send an email or DM on Instagram at Soul Vibration Wellness. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please consider supporting us so we can continue to create content that helps bring healing to others. We need your support and you can do so by going to ko-fi.com slash soul vibration wellness. Again, that's ko-fi slash soul vibration wellness. You can go there, find out more about the show and the Soul Vibration Wellness team and make either a one-time donation or become a sustaining member of our wellness squad. When you become a member, you will receive extended and special episodes that we can't fit in our regular 20-minute episodes. Members will also receive other fun bonuses, stickers, merch, and so please go and check that out. Your support makes this show possible. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, take good care. The Soul Vibration Wellness Podcast and content posted by Andrea Trummels and guests 
is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, mental health professional, or other qualified professional diagnoses or treatments. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Do not start any new drugs, supplements, or herbs without first consulting your physician.